from Adventist World Radio in Pune. A warm welcome to you as you join us. This is our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspirational music, health talk on principles of life that are basic. With more enjoyable music, you'll also hear God's word to enrich you spiritually. This is your host Sharath and I'm Maureen and you're listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Let's begin our program with a song. Listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope from Pune, India. Dear friend, life's rich treasures such as health, happiness, and peace of mind are portrayed in our health talk in a new way. Today's society has many problems. How can we cope up with them? How can we enjoy health and happiness each day in the face of these 
influences that bombard us continually. It's time to hear a health talk. Stay with us. Dear listeners, the World Health Organization identifies the leading cause of death around the world. And HIV AIDS is the sixth greatest cause of death on earth, killing more than 2 million people every year. It is the fourth greatest cause of death in the developing world. Today I want to talk to you about infections by the HIV virus and about AIDS, the deadly disease it causes. There is a virus called human immunodeficiency virus or HIV. When you become infected with this virus, it causes a chronic life-threatening disease that destroys your body's immune system. The system that God made to eliminate the organ- organisms that invade your body. The HIV virus is spread sexually. You get it by having sex with people who are infected with the virus or you can get it by coming in contact with infected blood. Any infected mother can pass the virus to her baby during childbirth or through breastfeeding. There is no cure for the infection. So once you get it, you will have it the rest of your life. It takes a long time for HIV to destroy your body's ability to fight infections. Maybe up to 10 years, but once you you can no longer fight infections, your HIV infection has become AIDS. When you are first infected with HIV, there are no symptoms whatever. Within 2 weeks to a month, you will develop symptoms similar to a cold or a fever, headaches and a sore throat. After years of living with HIV, you will start developing infections more easily because your ability to fight infections weakens as your immune system becomes destroyed and you get progressed towards aids the symptoms of aids itself are shaking chills high fevers soaking night sweats chronic diarrhea continuing tiredness weight loss and the feeling that something is horribly wrong specific to aids are white spots on your tongue or in your mouth and skin rashes or bumps that do not go away Tuberculosis is the most common infection associated with AIDS in developing countries and it is the most common cause of death in people with people living with AIDS some cancers such as sarcoma the tumor of the wall of the blood vessels and lymphoma a cancer of the blood cells are common also wasting syndrome a condition where you lose at least 10% of your body weight and you have chronic diarrhea chronic weakness and fevers can occur your body system your body seems to be running out of energy finally you can develop nerve symptoms such as confusion forgetfulness depression anxiety and trouble walking a doctor can perform a specific test to diagnose if you are infected with the hiv virus or not as the virus does its damage it destroys a specific type of protein in your blood what we call cd4 cd4 helps to trigger your immune system to fight attacks by bacteria and viruses people with hiv infection have dramatically low cd4 levels even though there is no cure for hiv infection a number of drugs have been developed that can slow the destruction viruses they are all expensive but they will lower the number of viruses in your body allowing your body to fight infections longer probably extending your life because all of the drugs need to control hiv or aids are too expensive for many people to afford
the smartest thing you can do is to prevent getting infected in the first place how can you do that you ask the most common way to get infected is by having sex with someone who has had the infection before so living a christian lifestyle that includes abstinence from sex before marriage or being faithful to a single sexual partner once married helps prevent becoming infected other protective measures includes use of a new condom every time you have sex a woman who knows she is infected with the virus and that she can pass the virus to her baby can take precautions to not get pregnant if you are pregnant taking the hiv drugs during your pregnancy can lower your baby's risk baby's risk of becoming infected by as much as 2/3 if you know you are infected with hiv telling your sexual partner will allow both of you to take precautions during sex and finally since hiv is passed through blood using only new and sterile needles to inject drugs or medicines helps stop hiv spread don't share needles with anyone the african country of uganda was aggressively promoted a christian based approach to the prevention of hiv infection they have aid weekly aids broadcasts encouraging abstinence from sex before marriage being faithful to one's partner once married and then the use of condoms they have been able to show a dramatic delay in the onset of teen sexual activity and a reduced number of sex partners amongst adults they report a 50% drop in the hiv infections in the country in just 4 years dear listeners aside from sexual precautions you can make some lifestyle changes that will help you lower your risk of hiv infection being physically healthy lowers your risk for developing hiv aids so eat healthy food foods like fresh vegetables whole grain and lean protein healthy foods keep you strong they give you more energy and they help support the health of your immune system also since the aids disease is a condition where you can't fight infections avoid foods that can carry infections i'm talking about avoiding foods like unpasteurized milk raw eggs and raw seafood such as oysters and sushi cooked meat until there is no trace of pink left if you live in the area where immunization are available get immunizations against diseases like pneumonia and the flu thank you for our nice health talk we are sure it was hope for the despondent cheer for the sick and rest for the weary keep listening to awr it will open the door to a new experience in your life you may contact us with your questions or prayer requests by calling 0008000401704 again the number to call is 0008000401704 You could also hear all our programs on our website that's on awr.org/englishprogram Before you hear God's word here's another song Every day they pass me by I can see it in their eyes Empty people feel with care 
share God's word. Dear listener, we are looking at a topic entitled A Literal, Visible and Audible Second Coming. There are some Christians who believe and teach that the second coming of Jesus is a spiritual event 
and not a literal and physical event. They say since Jesus is a spiritual king, his second coming kingdom is a spiritual kingdom and it is spiritual in nature. They believe and teach that Jesus coming into the heart of the believers is the second coming of Christ. Yes, the Bible teaches that Jesus comes into the heart of the believers. But to confuse that to the literal and physical second coming of Jesus, which the Bible clearly presents, is a big mistake and deception. Let us examine today a few verses of scriptures that clearly present a literal, visible, and audible second coming of Jesus Christ. When Jesus came the first time 2,000 years ago, it was a literal and a physical coming of our Lord. And after he died and rose again, he ascended to heaven in the presence of his people. From the Mount of Olives, the Lord departed from them and ascended to glory. As the disciples were anxiously gazing up to have the final glimpse of their master, two heavenly angels dressed in shining clothes comforted them and promised them that Jesus would return one day the same way he went. Let us see what exactly they said. Acts 1.11 records, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. As Jesus literally and physically went up, so will he literally and physically return. It was not a spiritual ascension. It was a physical and a literal ascension. In like manner, said the angels, Jesus will return. His ascension to glory was viewed only by a few. But his return from glory will be witnessed by the whole world, believers and unbelievers alike. John the Apostle wrote in Revelation 1 and verse 7, Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him. The saints of God, when they see their master return, will be bubbling with joy inexpressible. They will have so many things to say as they see the face of their lovely Jesus. Isaiah summarized the content of their conversation. Isaiah 25, 9 records, And it shall be said in that day, Lo, this is our God, we have waited for him, and he will save us. This is the Lord, we have waited for him, we will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. On the other hand, the wicked 
will be filled with abject terror as they see the Son of God coming in power and great glory. Jesus himself said how the unbelievers would react as they see him coming in the clouds. Matthew 24, 30 records, And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Not only the righteous will see the second coming of Jesus, but also the wicked will, Jesus said, and they shall see. What will the wicked say while they mourn this event? John the Revelator heard their conversation and their plea of desperation. He wrote in Revelation six, fifteen to 17, And the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains, and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? Not only will the coming of Jesus be universally visible, but it will be universally audible as well. The Lord Jesus will be accompanied by all the angels of glory who will occupy the entire sky from one end to the other. We are told they will be blasting their trumpets as they descend with King Jesus. Matthew twenty four thirty one records, And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. Not only the angels will blow their silver trumpets, but Jesus will also make his presence felt audible. The apostle wrote to the church at Thessalonica in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. Can you imagine the angels exploding on their trumpets? and the Lord mightily announcing His coming, what that might sound, and how far would that effect reach? Jeremiah heard the audio effect of the coming of the Lord. This is what he wrote. Jeremiah 25, 30 and 31. The Lord shall roar from on high, and utter His voice from His holy habitation, he shall mightily roar upon his habitation. He shall give a shout as they that tread the grapes against all the inhabitants of the earth. A noise shall come even to the ends of the earth. Also, 
when Jesus comes the second time, the Bible clearly declares that he will stop midair and we will meet him in the clouds as the holy angels will escort us upwards. Paul wrote in 1 Thessalonians 4.17, Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Yes, the Lord is coming back. He is coming in glory. He is coming physically and literally. His coming will be universally seen. His coming will be universally audible. And when he comes back, he will not touch this earth. Rather, we will meet the Lord in the air. What a blessed event awaits us, O listener. Don't you want to be ready to witness this great event and to be a part of this great blessedness? Won't you make your decision right now? Dear listener, Jesus is coming soon. Give your heart to him now. Shall we pray together? Dear Father in heaven, I pray for this child who is listening to you right now. Dear Father, I pray that you will hear our prayer. Take this life and make it thine and fill the heart of this listener with the blessed hope of the soon coming of Jesus. For we pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Our dear listener, are you searching for truth, for peace, for hope? Where will you turn? Nations seem bent on the politics of war. The economic of the world are at the shattering point. Natural disasters race against a poisoned ecology to fatally damage our environment as the global climate appears to spin out of control. Human wisdom no longer seems to offer a secure future or any hope for happiness. Dear friend, the good news is we are not without hope. Trace the footsteps of God through human history and see for yourself what He offered to save us. Discover the truths that can protect you from the lies of the devil. Discover truths that can change your life today and show you the change of a life without end. With this, we have almost come to the end of our program. To know more on God's Word, we would love to receive your letters on Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number 17, Pune, 411-001, Maharashtra, India. You may contact us with your questions or prayer requests by calling 000 800 Again, the number to call is 000 800 You may also follow all our programs on our website, that is 
awr.org/englishprogram this is your host sharad and i'm morin signing off from adventist world radio do join us again along with your family and friends until then we wish you good health and a happy home goodbye and god bless you